Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Classes in session in the doors of Hell and Sanctuary are about to open once again. As always, I'm your host, Scott White, also known as Professor RPG, and this week I have the pleasure of welcoming to the university contributor at IGN and other gaming sites, and I guess a pretty good fighting game player, Mr. Brian Barnett, <laughs> to talk about our early thoughts with a little game called Diablo 4. How's it going, Brian? Uh, it's going pretty well, Scott. Um, I, although I will say, I don't know if you date these episodes, but right now when we're recording this, yeah. uh, I still have to wait until tomorrow for Diablo four to come back online. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm scratching my neck and, uh, I'm, I'm jonesing a little bit, uh, and, uh, tears of the kingdom is my only respite. Yeah, so. we are, we are currently recording this at seven thirty eight Eastern, so about 23 hours and 22 minutes from now, early access will begin with Diablo 4. But who's um, counting? <laughs> who's counting? But you and I have had the opportunity and the privilege to kind of, um, because we will be covering this for sites, I'll be working on some guide work and you'll be doing um, a review or other write-up work or something right? uh, i i uh am going to contribute to uh ign and GameSpot as opportunities arise but i am reviewing it primarily for my own podcast uh, ah, the platformers perfect. podcast so perfect um so yeah we got to, we've played a lot of it the past couple weeks um during mm-hmm. a special press period but before we get we look into the present and what everyone kind of our thoughts um I want to take a step back real quick and look at uh, just briefly what the lead up to and when the previous game was releasing. So Diablo 3 released on May 15th, 2012. So really just about nine years ago. Um, Honestly, nine years or no, 11 years ago. Excuse me. What is time anymore? Yeah. Um, But basically 11 years ago. It feels like yesterday. (laughs) Right. 11 years ago, we were probably still dealing with all the server issues trying to play Diablo 3. Um, but in the meantime, other games we could have been playing in 2012 um, include Borderlands 2, Far Cry 3, Guild Wars 2, The First Dishonored, Mass Effect 3, Persona, Persona 4 Golden, Fire Emblem Awakening, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Dragon's Dogma, Spec Ops Alliance, Kingdom Hearts, Dream Drop Distance, and Halo 4, just to name a few. So 2012 was stacked. It really, it really was. Hard to imagine that it's been that long since I played my first Fire Emblem game. Oh, that was, crazy. Awakening was your first day. Yeah, yeah, it was my first one. Nice. I've played, I've played every one since then, except for the one that just came out, or is about to come out. I don't know. Engage? Engage has been out yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, I have not, I have not played that one. Okay. Um, so I, I, I vividly remember where I was in life and everything when Diablo three came out. Like what, where were you, uh, where was, what, take us back. Who was Brian Barnett in 2012? Oh man. Uh, well, I was, um, God, I was, I think at the time, yeah, at the time I was still a music teacher actually. So I didn't know you were a music teacher. Yeah, yeah, I taught uh, drum and guitar lessons to all ages at uh, at a, a music school uh, and a music instrument shop uh, in Houston, Texas. Oh, so. you no way! I, I did a I was a drummer from basically fifth grade up through my senior year of uh, high school. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. That's awesome! Yeah, yeah. I've been a I've been a professional drummer for ever since I was. Man, uh, some time in college, I guess, like maybe sophomore year of college. Oh, wow. Then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, today, <laughs> uh, I had a friend of mine give me, I've been, I've been rocking, uh, ever since I had a kid three years ago, I've had an electronic kit 
Um, but one of my buddies just gave me one of his acoustic ones and it, it, he gave it to me with a bunch of like pads and stuff. I actually just took those off for the first time today and like just played properly on an acoustic kit for the first time in since like maybe a year into the pandemic probably. So, okay. Just, I've never heard it referred to as an acoustic kit. Is that just like a traditional, like yeah, normal, yeah. like wooden drum kit? Yeah. Trap set. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, just wanted to confirm. Well, yeah, I just how, yeah, I guess I guess I think of it like like the difference between an acoustic guitar and electric guitar. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, so like there's electronic kits now where like you know you have to have an amp or yeah. you have to you know plug into it and stuff like that. But then you still got your just classic classic drum kits, uh, which is easily what I prefer. But anyways, mm-hmm. this was this was what I was doing. You know, I was going. I was I had you know a little laptop. I think it might've been like a little MacBook or something that I was playing Diablo three on, you know, in between lessons, you know, because I would have like a little half hour or hour lessons. And sometimes, you know, I'd be teaching for maybe three hours a night or maybe I'd have like a free Mm -hmm. period or something like that. Um, And I very just, I have a very distinct (laughs) memory of playing uh, while I was waiting for like four hours at the car shop. Like I was waiting in the, in the Honda dealership, uh, I think it was Spring Branch Honda in in shout in out Houston. to Spring Branch Spring yeah. Branch Honda. Yeah, they had a they had little spot they had like little desks where you could just plug in. So I, I had my laptop there and I was playing Diablo three and I was <laughs> going on to the Real Money Auction House, which was a thing that existed. Yeah, and I was buying really really I was buying gems and I was selling gems, you know, and these sorts of things back back in the days before that was taken offline but i'd also like just gotten married so like i you know it was uh it was a wide it was a wide new world i had i had a lot less uh money and a lot more time than i do now (laughs) yeah i i had just graduated or i was basically i had walked for uh graduating college um but i still had to like finish up one elective or something in the summer so i was still up at michigan state thematically appropriate yeah exactly and i remember i had built a brand new pc so i used a lot of like my graduation money to build a brand new computer and i had moved back up i had set it all up and on one monitor i thought i thought it was it was the coolest shit but i had starcraft 2 running on ultra because i was dual monitoring so i had that running on one monitor and Diablo 3 running on the other monitor. My God, Con- what a currently. beast. I don't know why, but I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, but yeah, I just remember loving my, like falling in love with the Demon Hunter. I still love that class. Wow, and, wow, uh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe tied for my least favorite Diablo 3 class. With really? The monk. Yeah. Yeah, I never really dabbled with Monk, but yeah, the... Uh, the, the demon hunter i just i love the the design of all of their armor and their i'm a, oh for sure I, yeah i love bows like if you give me a bow in a video game i'll probably love it um oh, love i the think class. we're gonna talk about bows in a little while uh i uh, most definitely but uh what a wild year totally different and now i'm expecting my first one and just we're under the two month mark so things are getting serious and um yeah wild wild times wild times but like yeah. you said we are not here to talk about Diablo 3. We are here to give our early thoughts and kind of impressions so far a day before early access starts, less than a day technically right now, of its successor, Diablo 4. So uh, what have you thought of Diablo 4 so far and just kind of Diablo 4 in general from the reveal to tomorrow? Ooh, I feel like to explain how I feel about it, I have to I have to go back even further and talk about kind of how I feel about the rest of the games in the series. Yeah. One thing that I think is interesting is I, I feel I mean, maybe this isn't the case, but my perception is that I feel differently about Diablo three, like throughout its life than a lot of people um, a lot. And, and I and I agree uh, with I guess the general consensus that after Reaper of Souls, Diablo three really found its footing and became, you know, the, the great game that it is today, but I still really enjoyed it at launch. Like I, I really mm-hmm. dug it. 
Um, my biggest problem was playing on PC, the always online thing, which that that's yeah. always, that always makes me angry. Like every yes. time I don't 100%. care. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, and, and like eventually I would play and I mean, man, I didn't even think about this, but I got the, I got the platinum in Diablo three on PlayStation. And then I got the thousand points on Xbox. Like I, that is one of the, that along with like that along with borderlands two is maybe the game that I have rebought the most. Mm -hmm. Um, great games, both like, yeah, holy crap. Both are fantastic. Uh, yeah. Border fun, fun fact, borderlands, the only game I think that's ever done, uh, action loot, uh, as well as Diablo. And you know, maybe, I, I agree with that. Yeah, maybe it's not quite as good, but like many, many games attempt it. And I think that Borderlands is the only one that really succeeds. Um, I blame Borderlands, the Borderlands series, for making every other game genre an RPG going forward. Like, I feel like Borderlands yeah. broke open the mold and showed other developers that, oh, you could you can put RPG elements in anything. Yeah, that, um, I mean that might be a fair that might be a fair accusation, but yeah, I I I really liked that one. I still have kind of a soft spot in my heart for Diablo one, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, I mean Diablo two was huge. Yeah, uh, I was definitely into it at the time. Um, I think the only Diablo game that I wasn't into at the time was Diablo one, but I came to that later. I think after Diablo two, when I just wanted like a fix. And I like it. Like, I think that it's good. I think that it's, it's very focused. And I like the fact that it's like, well, you're in one town and you're just going down. Like that's, mm-hmm. just, that's, I think a really cool idea. Um, so when, but I will say that like, I think Blizzard has been kind of fumbling a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wasn't necessarily expecting a lot because like, Diablo three is great, but it's not great for the same reasons that Diablo two is great. It's not great in the same ways that it's great. Like Diablo three is less a like horror RPG and more like a bombastic action game, you know, which is awesome. Like, I love it for that, you know, making like, I, I primarily played witch doctor, uh, in Diablo three until the necromancer came out, which Mm -hmm. is like my class. Um, and making like, you know, spirit walk kind of speed run, like torment 10 builds where I just was shredding things like the, 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 the tense atmosphere of Diablo two and Diablo one just like, wasn't really there. And, and, uh, so when we first saw the like reveal trailers and stuff for Diablo four, I was like, oh, okay. It looks like they're trying to recapture that really sinister vibe from Diablo two that Diablo three really didn't have. Um, and it it also looked like they were trying to take things like it seemed like they were kind of trying to split the difference between Diablo three and Diablo two, and maybe just purely try to recapture Diablo two. Um, and from the initial trailers, I was like, Oh, okay. I definitely am getting, more atmosphere from this you know the locations are darker you know everything seems more dire you know and it's not that the game isn't colorful you know because it is but it's just it's about atmosphere and i think that even from the earliest trailers um and carrying through to you know the builds that you and i played i really feel like it works on that oh yeah i feel like they definitely uh you know succeeded uh and and you know, I think significantly surpassed my expectations for, you know, not Mm -hmm. only the, you know, the quality of the kind of art assets, you know, the music, the, you know, visuals and all that to, to create that kind of evocative atmosphere, but also from a gameplay standpoint, like it, it, it it feels like it splits the difference between Diablo threes you always have all of your abilities. Like you get this ability at this level and mm-hmm. then you always have it. And then yeah. you get runes that you can attach and then you just always have them, you know, and the, you know, and you can like respec anytime you want. You just have to go back, back to town, you know, and they split the difference between that and the very restrictive Diablo two, where like every point you put into your stats or your abilities is permanent 
Mm-hmm. And if you screw yourself, well, you could respect too bad. Too. It was expensive. You? Yeah, you could you uh, could talk to Adrian, like a member in each of the villages, and you could respect. Huh. That might have been added in not, like a yeah, later I may patch. Not have known, I may um, not have known that later, or maybe that was added in like Lord of, Lords of Discretion or something like that. Like I don't yeah. know. I definitely, if it was in there, I was definitely not aware of it. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, but it definitely, but but you know, regardless of that, like you know, you're saying it's expensive, and like it was very purposeful. Every point yeah. that you put in was very very purposeful. And it feels like they've definitely done more of that. Like you can definitely, you can respec in Diablo four, you know, but they, you know, you don't just automatically get things. You have to choose them from, you know, this, the branching mm-hmm. skill tree. And it doesn't work the same way as the previous skill trees, uh, you know, worked, which I like because it's more simplified, but I, I really liked the way that they went about that. You know, yeah. you still went from weaker and primarily abil- primary abilities at first, but then, you know, it wasn't long when you were getting your secondary, third, you know, fourth ability. It felt like things were happening like pretty mm-hmm. quickly to get me up to speed, which is good because in my experience, Diablo 4 is like, it's pretty hard. Like, at, yeah, at least that's like, some definitely has some good um, difficulty to it. And um, especially with higher difficulty tiers and. Yeah, which, I, which I, I should say, like, I played on tier two. Like, I played yeah, on the highest same. difficulty setting that they would give you because, like, I I just, I always do that with Diablo games. I always play at mm-hmm. the highest possible one that I can do because, you know, you get more experience. You have typically better drop rates. And typically, mm-hmm. before too long, it kind of, like, makes up for, you know, you'll get stuff that's good enough that kind of, like, evens it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, the, it, it's definitely one of those games and it's like it reminds me of kind of a Shinmangami Tensei game where on higher difficulties, it's the beginning that really kind of kicks you in the nuts. Like yeah. it's the beginning that's difficult, but as you get stronger, you kind of settle in, you get your build, you know what you're doing, you got your gear. And at that point, yeah, it's difficult, but it's very, very much doable. Um, yeah, it wasn't until nearly the the end of, of Act 1 where uh on my so i've I've played a couple of characters so i'll just say that now mm-hmm. uh, i played necromancer most um i played necromancer as i did everything in act one uh and then i went back and played uh a bit of the sorceress uh the rogue and the druid yeah um so so yeah during the server slam i did necromancer because look yeah, like you like the Necro was the first class I played in Diablo 2. And yeah. I was Paladin for me, on, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and when Necro came to Diablo 3, I, I love playing that. So um, because I knew they were going to be gone, it was to earn those rewards. I wanted to test out kind of what they did for the Necromancer. But for our kind of preview build and everything, I went. I So we lost our characters. We knew going in that what we were playing yeah. while it was basically final build we weren't going nothing was going to carry over yeah Um, it's unfortunate uh but that is that is what happens i don't know if the people who were do you know if anybody was covering this on console because i only know people who are playing on pc and i don't know if that's the case yeah they they lost it as well because it was yeah um it makes sense because of what they're doing with the hardcore thing Although I don't know if hardcore was even available. I don't no, I don't know that it was. It wasn't. And it wasn't it also wasn't a, a an option to not play the story. Cuz I know in the final game or in the final release, retail release, you'll be able to choose if you just want to forego the story and just play to play and level up and grind and and whatnot. But nice. Um for that period because I knew I was going to lo- lose it, I didn't want to invest a lot of time and emotion into a character that was just going to go away. And yeah. one class I have never been able to like pretty much in any game of this style, I have never gravitated towards like the barbarian kind of thing. So it's mm. like, okay, I'll do, I'll rock barbarian. Um, it's a temporary character. So I made uh, the Swanson uh, based off of Ron Swanson from Parks Excellent. and Rec. Excellent. It was wonderful. Um, came away still very much not impressed uh, with barbarian <laughs> classes. Um, so I, I feel like that's one of those things where like they're either for you or they're not. Yeah. My, um, I, my buddy Randy, like he exclusively plays barbarians. Like 
if they're mm-hmm. in any if there's a barbarian in anything that's who he's playing yeah um i mean it, it had some cool attacks like that that felt like it hit hard but it just was not visually exciting to me to play um i like slinging spells i like summon skeletons and stuff like that yeah but, um even though i wasn't sold on the the barbarian and i and i did, didn't go in expecting or looking for diablo 4 to sell me on a class i've not played pretty much for three decades um it was still a good time and i like you said diablo 4 really impressed me like what what's on display and what people can expect it, it was impressive yeah um one of the things that i thought was interesting is i i actually had to f- kind of feather back and forth between uh world tier two and tier one on my mm-hmm. necromancer until i got like a lot further in act one. Um, it wasn't really until I uh, like started building out my character to be uh, thorns with shield skeletons where I was like, okay, I mm-hmm. finally feel like my skeletons aren't just instantly dying. Like, cause most of the time up until that point was just like, man, these things are super fragile. Anytime anybody swings oh, yeah. at me, that's like a special and like basic enemies were totally fine. But the, the moment I found like a rare or elite or boss or mini boss enemy, like they just got demolished instantly. And yep. I spent so much time being like, okay, where are my corpses? Where am I resurrecting new skeletons from? And it was literally just like, okay, I need to survive until this fight is over. It wasn't mm-hmm. that I was winning. And it wasn't until like the end when I got that, where I was like, all right, now I'm actually like kind of tearing through people. But with the other classes, um, particularly like the the sorceress and rogue i actually found that uh it was way easier so mm-hmm. I, I you know i thought that was very interesting i was definitely not expecting to like rogue because that was one of the things where like when we were doing the the preview period you know you went with a barbarian i went with a rogue because i typically don't vibe with them like i played yeah. the assassin in uh the diablo 2 expansion but other than that like i typically don't play those types of characters uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a magic man. I really like doing stuff that's just like not possible in our world. So summoning the dead, you know, making zombies, mm-hmm. throwing fireballs and stuff like that's the stuff that I think is cool. Um, so I was really surprised when Rogue was one of the classes that like really vibed with me during the during the preview period, particularly because I started using the the bow and kind of made like almost a demon hunter. Uh, yeah, build where I was having like ricochet arrow and uh, and then like piercing shot and stuff like that. And I was like, dang, man, I am like I am killing things faster than my sorceress. I am killing things way faster than, you know, my necromancer like this, you know, and granted, probably not going to be the case in the end game. You know? <laughs> probably going to be outscaled by the sorceress because sorceresses are always good in these games, like always like wizard and D3 was like amazing if you built mm-hmm. it right, you know but yeah i i thought that it was that it was great and i i, I will say i think that some of the story beats um did remind me a little bit of the tone of you know maybe like act three of diablo three or you know stuff like that where it was like mm-hmm. uh you know like when you know when we're in the you know the area approaching the black lake or something where it's just like some of these character moments, I'm like, mm, yeah, like this isn't really, you know, I, I feel like with the environmental design and, and kind of the environmental storytelling, I was getting a lot more like sinister stuff, but I feel like some of the voice acted parts were not really delivering kind of the dread and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm really curious, you know, to see, you know, how how we feel when when all is kind of said and done you know yeah it's like i i thought the story kind of i hope the whole game isn't just let's chase after lilith but i'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be and and for truth be told for listeners um i have not beaten it if we had access to the full full game um in terms like full story and everything during the this trial or the early pre-launch period um i did not get through the entire story i got into act two and it it, i i there were definitely some interesting story beats but i felt i can't remember the the girl's name who you kind of partner up with whose mom does stuff yeah um 
I, I feel like they were it it was just this Diablo 4's version of Jennifer Hale's character from three. Yeah. Um but I'm I'm interested about like the Haradrum stuff that they set up. Um yeah. and I and I'm definitely excited to play and get the get the full story. And V goes, I wanna be one of those knights. Like yeah. with the giant like penitent armor, which is very, very 40k. Like and very blasphemous. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was very cool, but Yeah, that's cool stuff. Um but yeah, wouldn't want to be in one. No, but no, in the it game, looks very painful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I guess surprised you the most um, after spending more time and sinking t- your teeth into kind of the 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 main course, as it were, um, of Diablo Four that you may may not have expected, or did every or did you find that the game met your expectations, exceeded them, or what really surprised you, if anything? Hmm. I I think the first thing the first thing that struck me that surprised me was just how good the game looks. Mm-hmm. Like it looks freaking fantastic. Like I definitely when I when I made my character, I don't know how much of the character creator is randomized initially, but when I first created my uh, my necromancer, uh, she she was like perfect. I was like, wow, this is such an evocative kind of look. And so I like, I fully like I took screenshots and stuff and I'm like, I'm going to remake her exactly like this in the full game. Like, I mm-hmm. can't wait. Um, but, you know, so th- that sort of stuff. One of the things that I that I enjoyed and I don't know, I guess I should have expected this knowing that they're going for more Diablo 2 stuff, but Diablo 3 isn't. Diablo three is like very linear, you know? So Mm -hmm. I wasn't really expecting the sprawl. I wasn't expecting to get to a hub like in Diablo two and then branch out to, you know, surrounding villages and caves and a bunch of that sort of stuff, you know, and there's a lot of that huge. Yeah. There's a lot of that, that that's intertwining, you know, and I, 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 I don't know why I wasn't expecting that, but I wasn't. Um, I guess I just kind of expected it to be linear like the first game. Mm-hmm. I I mean, that's some of the stuff that I like the most about Diablo 2. You know, when you get to Act 2 and you're out in the desert and you're, you know, going out into the dunes and you're finding these like pyramid-like structures and caves and then you go back under the sewers of the city and it's like you're exploring this world in a way that adds depth to it that adds context Mm -hmm. for how these people live and all that sort of stuff and i feel like they do a good job of that with you know the opening kind of area you know that first little hamlet and what happens there uh (laughs) And, you know, then as you branch out into the surrounding areas, you meet more of the of the supporting cast and stuff. It was interesting to kind of give it a sense of place that I I didn't realize I was missing until I had it again. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, it, you know, it's like what we were talking about earlier with the atmosphere. Like I, that was kind of, you know, the atmosphere, the sense of place. Um, you know, the tone, these are all things that, you know, they're, they're, it's easy to, to, it's, it's a lot easier to make a trailer that evokes that than it is to create a world in a game that Mm -hmm. delivers on that. And so I'm very pleasantly surprised that they were able to, you know, pull that off. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, along those same lines, you know, going back to and evoking those older games, the weightiness in the combat, like, you know, it, it, it's not as fast. It's more deliberate. You know, you still don't really have to, you can't just quaff potions like crazy. Like you could, Mm -hmm. you know, in some of the old games, like you still have to like think about it, but it's also not just handled for you. Yeah. I also like how you can upgrade your potions and and stuff in this one. I, I enjoy that aspect. Yeah, I did not uh, really get into that. I was, I was, I leaned way more into like checking out what I could do with armor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so with upgrading armor and your gear and stuff, that just boosts stats, right? It doesn't 
gain you any uh anything right there's because i know you can infuse and like upgrade with aspects and everything but just like going to the armor smith and upgrading that just improves and buffs stats right yeah uh but i i <laughs> i was i couldn't i i'm interested to to you know see what else gets opened up because i was kind of expecting more bang for my buck given how limited the when you upgrade things yeah yeah you mean- I, well, like given how i mean they're not like the resources are not like super limited but they're also not plentiful and so mm-hmm. the fact that i could only do it a couple of times and it still didn't necessarily bridge the gap between the piece that i wanted to use and a better one that i had even if i like upgraded it twice in some cases i so i i'm not really sure if that's going to be worthwhile because i know that in d3 like collecting recipes and crafting legendaries and that sort of a thing is typically something you want to wait for when you're max level uh although if you can do it while you're leveling up like or you get like some random drops are just usually better um Mm -hmm. and so i'm i'm curious to see like over a longer arc you know as you know playing through the entire game and then into the post game and stuff like how useful is this still going to be? Cause I yeah. feel like the potion stuff is definitely going to be useful, but I'm, it, I'm always curious when they introduce, when, you know, development teams introduce crafting and upgrading into uh, their game, because that economy is really, really difficult to get just right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so easy to screw up or just make superfluous. Yeah. Um, whether like, I think, Obviously, upgrading the potency of your health potions will be big, but the importance of, yeah, like crafting the right elixir or going into a world boss or something or a dungeon or a stronghold with a certain elixir active is like, will that just like make it easier or will it be, is it worth blowing the resources or taking the time to craft it? Or will it just be like, like you said, superfluous and not really worth it and more just fluff and something that they can have on the back of the the game box in essence. Yeah. But I, I mean, I like that these systems are there. Like it gives me more, more stuff to do. And that, uh, you know, obviously there's, you know, a lot of little people that need your help and you can get like a lot of rewards, whether they're, you know, cosmetic or functional and stuff like that. I feel like they, they did a pretty good job of, of uh, making sure that I'm moving about the space, Mm -hmm. getting stuff done. Speaking about, Speaking of moving around the space, uh, I really wish you could get the horse earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Like, I guess it's like act four or something that you'd get the quest where you can get the horse. And it's just like, that's way too long. They definitely taunted us with that. Yeah. In the uh, yeah. in the server slam, for sure. And it like considering that the very first little location you get to has a stable and the Haradrim you're with leaves on a horse and yeah. it's still so long until you can actually get a, your own horse. It's like, man, but yeah, it, there is lots of cool stuff in, in the environment and worlds to kind of stumble on and um, discover and fight. So it's part not of me wishes. Bad. Yeah. Part of me wishes they kind of did like a Baldur's gate two thing where they're just like, uh, yeah, you can get your horse anytime you want, but it's going to be like a hundred thousand gold. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you can see it there. You just can't get it. So then you got to go out and hustle and all that. sort yeah. of stuff. you know, instead of just, you know, I agree arbitrarily, you know, and I, I didn't get it. So, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe it's not arbitrary, but you know, I, th- I feel like that, I feel like dangling the carrot, uh, in front of your player in a, in a. I guess to me more fun way than that would be, uh, would be cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So have you decided what your main class is going to be tomorrow? Uh, before I played the game, I was going to be a necromancer for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I might actually be leaning uh sorceress. Oh, um, interesting. I I am I am I'm sorely tempted to do the rogue just because in the preview time that was the one that I had the most fun with, 
but I see, I see the, I see the path for the sorceress. Like I see it in the distance Mm -hmm. and I'm like, that, that looks pretty good. Like the rogue feels really good now, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, "Mm." if I invest more time, like I feel like maybe the sorceress will, will get me where I want to go. Yeah. I definitely think that I'm still not fully, fully, fully decided, but yeah. I feel like not in from things I've read online, it definitely seems that not all classes are created equal, especially in early game. Yeah. Um, That's definitely true. I have heard that a lot um, in terms of just how much kind of fun they are to play in terms of speed of them unlocking skills and um, ease of use and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I imagine um, end game necromancer is going to be pretty good. Yeah, because they pretty much always are. Yeah, I think endgame, all the classes will be really fun. I think some classes will just have uh, more steep learning or uh, growing pain than others. Yeah. But uh, to be expected, I suppose. Um, it, 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 this looks like it'll be... I mean, Diablo games are around for a long time. Like we were saying at the yeah. start of the show, it, the last one was 11 years ago. So these, these games are played with legs, uh, come out with legs on them, and then with the seasons and all the upgrades and the inevitable expansions that will come out or expansion, who knows, maybe multiple this time. Um, the, the, we'll be playing Diablo four for, I'll be playing Diablo four into my forties. And that's scary. That that's wild. Um, it's not scary to me. Cause that's not that far for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm only five years out. So yeah. Later but, this um, year. Oh man. Yeah. But not looking forward to that, <laughs> but yeah. It's um, it yeah, it's always exciting to the these legacy games that have been around since I mean we were younger and we have such fond memories of like the other games in the series. Like I remember when I got the Diablo two battle chest for Christmas, and that was what really got me into the series way back when. And um, but damn, it's. This is a stacked year for video games. Like 2023, holy crap. Diablo and Street Fighter, Diablo 4 and Street Fighter 6 the same weekend. Yeah, it's I, not fair. Real real talk, I'm also reviewing Street Fighter 6, which is why I didn't beat Diablo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it's, Street it's, Fighter 6. It's nuts. And and uh Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which I'm still very early in. Yep, and, then, and we're less than a month away from Final Fantasy 16. Yep, and I'm also playing several, like several other games that I can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a little ridiculous. It's gonna be good. And all of that on the uh, on the heels of Resident Evil 4 remake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and other games. It's oh, it's wild. And for, you know, strategy fans, you know, Darkest Dungeon 2. Yep, Darkest Dungeon. Um, System Shock, the System Shock remake just came out as well this past week, and that's been getting really good reviews. Yep, yep. Um, Like you said, Zelda. Everspace 2, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Dead Space earlier this year, the Dead Space remake. Yep, it's the hits just keep coming. Yeah, it's I'm trying to think of what else we have late this year because this first half of the year has been stacked but granted we have the summer game showcase and all those shindigs coming up in the next next weekend going forward but yep i'm trying to think of what else is we got alan wake two coming alan wake yeah yeah we got a bunch of this so much um pikmin four that's coming so what do you hope um like I briefly touched on Diablo games are known also for their expansions. Uh, so what would you like to see in a Diablo four expansion? Like obviously besides new classes, which I want to hear about what classes you would like to play, but content wise, what would you like to see in a Diablo four expansion? God, Uh... I guess hard to kind of ask because neither of us have seen where the ending goes. But, uh, you know, fudge it. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's hard. It's hard because. The stuff that I 
want to see isn't really what Blizzard is known for showing me with Diablo games. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see, you know, I, I kind of want to see, you know, the creation of Sanctuary. I kind of want to see, you know, more of that sort of stuff. I kind of want to see what's going on, you know, with the, you know, what's going on with the prime evils. Are they just done mm-hmm. now? And all of these things could be in like the, the later, acts, the last yeah. half of this game and stuff like that. But, you know, I I'm interested in seeing other times. I'm interested in what the heck is going on with the Nephilim. Like, is yeah, that I'd just like to not re- revisit my, my nephew, my nephew boy, my nephew yeah. hunter. But I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I've never really Diablo was kind of an interesting thing where like I I've enjoyed what the expansions have given me, but I've never been hungry for them. Like I've always mm-hmm. been satisfied with the base game. You know, and I think that I think that Reaper of Souls is like really interesting uh because it did a lot more than just add more game. You know, which I feel is, like Reaper of Souls le- legitimately added what the end game was like it added yeah. end game yeah yeah like it's a it's a different it's legitimately a different game that was not true of of diablo 2 like no. Lords of destruction just expanded upon what was there it didn't like it didn't yeah. really change anything it just kind of enhanced it mm-hmm. um, but even then like i felt like it was just you know more of the same in a good way but like i you know yeah I feel like everything that was there was good. You know, it ending right. in hell, you fighting Diablo, you know, in the depths, like that was a good ending to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I will say I would be interested to see, uh, you know, just because I liked it so much in, um, you know, Diablo three, I'd be interested to see what a witch doctor would look like in this, in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I would also be interested to see, uh, to see what, uh, uh, Paladin would be like, you know, to bring them back. Cause I really liked the, you know, team character blessing everybody getting thorns, mm-hmm. you know, sword and shield type of situation. I feel like that's like the Knights penitent or whatever. Yeah. In Diablo four. Yeah. Like it would just be a Knights penitent, like, like, which character. I mean, which would be really cool. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I think so like the the full map is is out there already. You can find like a interactive map on IGN and, and other sites. There's a, a large region south um that that's clearly there, but there's nothing there. So I'm almost wondering if any expansion like story contents will take us south of, of the regions it's seen in the main game, but yeah, I, I, I just hope cool. we I just hope we get like more than one new class. I'd like a couple of new classes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, I think the Lords of Destruction thing of introducing like two new classes would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like what really random, what, what would kind of be cool is if they turned Nephilim into its own class, which doesn't make sense. Na- like narratively, I guess. Um, But I'd like them to, yeah really do something different and kind of new with the expansion characters or any new classes that's that they add with diablo 4 yeah um maybe like a haradrim class that would be cool yeah or like prestige classes like where you can upgrade to to another one or even like multi-classing could be kind of cool that would be crazy um as a as a D &D player yeah, uh, I love multi-classing and I think that could be a really interesting yeah, probably broken combo. Uh one thing I I actually we didn't touch on and I don't know if it was in the build that we did. Um what are your thoughts and are you planning to invest any time into PVP cuz Diablo 4 is going to have PVP? Oh man. Uh I got a sour taste in my mouth because of Diablo 3 PVP. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know. Probably not. 
just because like I've done World of Warcraft PvP. I, I've done that whole like my character with all of my stats and all of my gear versus yours. And like I just I I find that I enjoy that stuff a little bit more uh in, in games where it's even. Like mm-hmm. I'm much more likely to play Halo multiplayer than I am Call of Duty multiplayer. Because mm-hmm. I'm not interested in going up against somebody who lives and breathes this game and has way better equipment and stuff than that, like yeah. than me. And then just getting my clock cleaned and being like, well, I, you know. That was I, a waste of five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I could have tried to outplay them, but like they're, you know, whatever. So I don't know whether they're planning to have like a, you know, stat squish version mm-hmm. of that or anything like that. I really have not looked into anything about PvP because I I kind of just don't care. I'm way yeah. more interested in like the cooperative hang out with friends, mm-hmm. you know, get some drinks and and you know, play the game and stuff sort of a sort of a thing. That's that's way more appealing to me. 100%. We got to think of a cool clan name. I feel like we need to have a clan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm game. OG. So But yeah, it it's the game will soon be upon us. Yep. It's wild to wild to think. Um, the icon is literally sitting on my desktop right now. I know. Looking at it. I know. I, I have Battledent open right now, and it says Ultimate Edition Early Access in 22 hours, 36 minutes, and 21 seconds. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh, why can't it be now? Yeah. But I actually have Dungeons, and uh, I, I run a weekly D&D game. So tomorrow at 7, I'll be playing D&D. I'll be running a D&D campaign. Nice. Um, so I won't actually be jumping in right at, right at, uh, launch time, but afterwards, afterwards I will. Very nice. Uh, yeah. But, um, any closing thoughts and, uh, on Diablo four and what you're hoping to experience or hoping to see in the next 11 years worth of game, man, holy crap. Don't <laughs> remind me. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I will say, I guess I didn't mention this earlier, and I could have, but as a very, um, as somebody with a long history of playing Necromancer, it is really cool to me some of the, uh, very familiar figures that have appeared in the story. I guess I'll put it that way. Um. It, yeah, if you if you know a lot about necromancer lore in this world, there is a lot of cool stuff um that is here. And I so I am excited to see more of that and uh you know kind of play more. You know, I'm I'm excited to play more. I'm excited to to you know go further, you know, do different builds a bunch of stuff like that, play with my friends, just have, I'm excited to have as somebody who kind of got tired of Diablo three seasons, like, mm-hmm. like a few years ago. Uh, I, you know, I'm excited to have this be more of my, you know, well, you know, maybe I'll hop into Diablo, you know, sort of a thing. I, I'm excited to have that back again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's really good. I am surprised. I don't know that I should be surprised, but I am pleasantly surprised with how good it is and how uh, successfully the team accomplished what they set out to. So, yeah, I mean, it gets it gets my it gets my seal of approval so far. Yeah, um, here's here's hoping. I I don't think they will, um, but Blizzard I think needs a, a a bit of a win after everything Overwatch and Diablo Immortal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and everything so um but i think from what we've what we've played we're we're both on the same page that this is this seems to be quite the quite the solid project product and a fun game to play so but but uh i think that is going to do it for this kind of interesting kind of different kind of episode here at rpg university uh brian thank you so much for coming on and just kind of shooting the shit and sharing your thoughts on diablo 4 before the game early launches tomorrow yeah 
You're welcome, um, and thanks for having me. It was of fun. Of course, always good to always good to chat with you. You're a wonderful, wonderful human being. Uh, so go Thank ahead <laughs> and plug away your stuff. Where can people hear you or listen to you? Listen to your own review later on. Um, go ahead and plug your stuff away. Okay, yeah, um, I am the host of the Platformers podcast, uh, which goes up on Apple and Spotify and all that sort of stuff. We record. Uh, that on Monday nights uh, around 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time. And uh, you can watch the streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. And you can also follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram and Backlogged at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. And you can keep your eyes peeled to IGN for... Some of the stuff that I am doing, I do promotions for IGN Plus, which has like free game or complimentary game uh, giveaways for people who have subscriptions. And there's also like a bunch of sweepstakes and stuff where you can win like Steam decks and switches and a bunch of things like that. Uh, And uh, I wrote a preview for a really awesome game called Humanity that is up on IGN now and uh the middle of next month I will have another preview going up for a game that I can't talk about yet but is very <laughs> good and fun. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's where you can uh that's where you can catch me. Awesome. Well, be sure to give Brian a a listen. I've actually been uh, over on his side and that's recorded true. with him on on uh, on his podcast. It was a lot of fun. And I have to admit more often than not, I see your name, Brian, the Ribnacks, and I always think Rib Snacks um, <laughs> instead of Ribnacks. Um, but yeah, it's Ribnacks, not Rib Snacks. So give give him a give Brian a follow. It is it's good times, good stuff. And um, yeah, be sure to check out all of his stuff over on IGN as well. Thank you to each and every one of you who has listened today. I very much appreciate it. And I would appreciate it even more if you would rate and review us on your preferred podcast service. If you have an RPG you would like us to feature on an episode, tweet at underscore RPG University with the hashtag RPGU with your suggestion. Or you can share your own favorite RPGs directly with me on Twitter at Professor RPG. That, of course, also includes your preferred or what you're looking forward to or class you're going to play in Diablo 4. As always, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another, class dismissed.